This is week two NFL season. I am so excited. The NFL is here. I'm even winning baseball bets now. I hit one last night. The Padres for 220 beanaroonies. Can you give me an intro? I never hit baseball bets. I'm more excited about my baseball win than I was about my NFL wins last week. It's fucked up because I never win. But go ahead. Give me an intro. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. What's up, cuz? Hey, we're back. NFL week two. The Padroonies. Padroonies. Padroonies made you some money last night. Yep. Uh, brought some high energy to the table for today's episode. Give me some Let's get power. right into it, cousin. Uh, Jared Goff. He did what he needed to do. And the Detroit Lions took down the reigning champs. He did what he needed to do, but it was definitely clear someone put some slippery something on these on the hands of uh, Tony because he, <laughs> my cousin's in shambles, I bet. Listen, Tony gave tony a bad name i gotta tell you right now uh the amount of 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 did, olive oil did you on see his the hands class, though from mahomes saying he dropped him i'm gonna go to him in other big moments because i know he's the guy and I, I fully support him and he had a bad game we're gonna move on i gotta tell you the chiefs proved what type of organization they are the they lose a tough tough fought game on national stage and then, honestly, the QB and Tony himself, they come out with pure confidence. They're ready for this week. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. They're going to be in an absolute showdown. Mm -hmm. But let's get a little um, opinion from you on some of the rookie play. We've seen Carolina open up with that loss to the Falcons. I uh, gave you all the Falcons. I told you the Falcons are a real deal. Yeah, you did say it, and I, I'm not going to lie. I doubted it. I did, because I really like Bryce Young. But I think what Bryce Young saw in his first NFL game game you cannot throw at a safety like you throw at a safety in college it doesn't work the same these players break faster they read your eyes they know where you're going they watch tape they probably watched all of his college tape and saw he when he does this weird thing he always throws middle they he's gonna need to go through and fix that a little bit i do think his upside is still higher than desmond ritter i don't i don't believe in desmond ritter at all you have not believed in Ritter for two years. He had a pretty good game the other day, decent, uh, enough to I win. Think it's, I think his good game is a little bit fluffed by Bijan Robinson and how good how he good is. How good is Bijan? Because he got him the ball a couple times in the open field, and, and he made some cuts and scored a touchdown from one of his passes. Oh, Ritter, I could have thrown that touchdown. Listen, the guys in the better 50K league who, you know, talk shit to me for taking Bijan in the first round at they're, the eighth pick. They're regretting you that. You guys can absolutely suck on it because Bijan is a multi, multi-dimensional player. I cannot wait to I'm, see this guy I'm play. impressed. I knew he was good, but you knew how good he was. I knew he was good, but I didn't believe how good he I, actually looked. I love how he looks. He made cuts and he made, he runs hard. I mean, he he's A-plus talent. Hey, shout out to uh, Jesse Bates. I also mentioned Jesse Bates on the episode last week. Premier player for Cincy. Picked up NFC Defensive Player of the Week this week. Really? Uh, had an unbelievable game for the Falcons. I, gu I guarantee you the Falcons felt excellent about that uh, in the first week of the season. We're, we're going to talk. No, we, uh, before you even go anywhere, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears. Oh, God. 
We have no choice. What do you talk about them? Tell me about them. I don't Tell know. me what you want to say. Well, I, I shout out to FanDuel for limiting my action because I tried to plug in <laughs> some live action on the Bears and they were like, no, we're not accepting it. So shout out to you guys for not accepting my action um, on that game. And and actually, but now I'm mad at you because you didn't accept my action for the, for the Jets game either. So <laughs> I guess we're even. Um, but long story short, the Bears looked absolutely terrible. Their energy looked terrible. There's no camaraderie. There's no leadership. I am I'm terrified right now as a Bears fan, but again, I'm, 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 I don't know. What do you think? The offense looked terrible. I wasn't bothered by the defense. All right. So here, I'm going to give you the positives of, of what I've come up with. Uh, this could be me being a total Bears fan and just trying to generate positives. We are homers for this team. We are. The positives that I've been able to generate are that uh, gets. A guy who was the OC for Green Bay. Mm -hmm. uh, not favorable matchup in week one to play your X team. A team that probably knows a lot about you. A, a team lot. that knows a lot about how you call plays. Yeah. Um, I think that the Packers were in position defensively mm -hmm. on almost every single play. I, I wish knew, I was joking. They knew everything. I wish I was joking, but the Packers legitimately, um, in terms of execution, they did everything They looked perfectly. like they knew what play was coming. On top of that, there was also guys like Chase Claypool. Yes, Chase Claypool. I'm sorry, pal. I have to call you out. Uh, jogging routes on film, missing blocks on screens. I told, uh, there's got to be something. You got to provide something. I told everybody, and I mean, he, let me tell you something. There's a good chance I run into this guy in the city, and I don't care <laughs> if he hears it. I didn't believe in you. I don't believe in you at all. The Steelers let you go for a pack, a six pack of fucking Bush Light and a, and a I mean, and a pack of cigarettes. I mean, and, and guess what? The Steelers organization, they rarely make mistakes. Yeah, I'm just saying. They like, know what they were getting they, rid they're of. They're like, eh, go ahead. So there's some, there's a red flag there, and I think it might have shined in week one for the Bears. They did come out and say, though, that they might talk about putting him down to the practice squad. I guess that uh, yesterday it was said that that the head coach had a discussion with him about his uh, dedication and about his, uh, you know, performance. If this it's past week, week one and we're blocking. already talking about dedication, just get him the fuck out of here. I agree. I'll drive you to the airport. Actually, I'm I might be flying uh, to a game and I'll fly you to North Carolina. Maybe you want to play for the Panthers. <laughs> He's already shipping this guy I'll off fly, to the Panthers. I'll pay for the private flight cuz I'll I'll even carry your bag on the plane. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm a nice That's guy. nice for a guy who didn't try all last week. Hey, I want to ask you this though. What? Do you want to tell the people cuz I want to tell the people they need to stop the Justin Fields hate. <sighs> Hard they right have now. to stop. It's hard. The Justin Fields hate. You know what's funny? All the Dak Prescott hate went to Justin Fields, and it's just <laughs> on him now because the, the Cowboys won forty to zero on Sunday Night Football. Can you? I, hey, R.I.P. to my buddy Sean. He had the over forty four and a half in that game. The Giants couldn't put up two field goals. They couldn't put up one touchdown. Um, or the Cowboys couldn't score one more touchdown for my guy. I mean, I feel bad. The Giants were a home team in the rain, just absolutely coughing that bent, thing up. Bent over on, <laughs> on, on the national stage and embarrassed. I was told that Giants fans were leaving at, at halftime. At halftime. They were going home at halftime. At, can you blame them? 
I'm not really. I mean, so much high energy anticipation for a Sunday night NFC East matchup. The Giants are coming off one of the best seasons they've had in the last, you know, seven to 10 years. I I don't know. The last time they won a Super Bowl. The bottom line is this. I expected so much more out of them. I expected them to rush the passer. I expected Mm -hmm. them to utilize the ground game, especially in the rain. And the Cowboys flat out fucked them up. And not only that, it did did have a couple bad beats early though. Like uh, Barkley got tackled. The ball flipped up and like grabbed. But see, that's the kind of things though that you look for from Dallas this year uh, with Dan someone Quinn settled a, in. Someone put a $100,000 bet on the Cowboys and I'm having severe, a $100,000 on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl plus 1600 So 16X if you were to make something on the better app. But I'm slightly having FOMO. I'm always like, <laughs> I think I need to, the, the odds went down. Do I need to plug a buck 50 in so I can share in the excitement with this guy? I'll, I mean, even if I'm exposed to some more losses, I don't even care. I, I just want to be on the train. I don't know. I don't so know. Hear your uncle out. I don't want to force you to do anything. Okay. I don't want to I'm, tell I'm, you. I'm get but you're looking at Mike McCarthy calling plays this year. Mm-hmm. Something that I've looked for the Cowboys to do for a long time is move on from Kellen Moore. I don't think he's a horrible OC, but I do think he's pass happy. Uh, I did like what the Cowboys did the other night. I they mean, got the ball in the hands of Tony Pollard. I love Tony Pollard. I love him. He's the best. And defensively, Dan Quinn, ladies and gentlemen, he took Atlanta as a head coach to the Super Bowl. Everybody. He put one of the best defensive products of all time out on the field for Seattle. And right now this year, he could be brewing up something special on the defensive this side guy, of the ball. This guy is not a head coach. He's a defensive coordinator. <laughs> and I want you to know he's one of the best defensive coordinators that have ever existed. He just has an, uh, he has this ability to put guys in positions to succeed every single time. And it does help though. He's got two guys that can just play shutdown defense. The best player in the National Football League is number 11, rushing off the edge Parsons with the star on his helm, best in the game. Most disruptive player will wreck your whole offensive Over game Aaron play. Donald? Yeah. Now, at this point, At yeah. this point? Was yeah. Aaron Donald better at some point? He was the best for like four years in a row. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's the Micah Parsons I like show. that you can say that, though, because it means that you're not subject. Like, you're not like, ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. It's just his days are done. It's Micah time. If you were to give an idea on how rookies looked in the week last week, do you think that there's going to be a big difference in this week? Because I do think that this week, the rookies are going to be more comfortable. A big difference? I'm going to say no to answer your question in terms of a big wow. difference. I think there's going to be a big difference. I, I I really think Anthony Richardson is going to make a good leap forward this week. I don't know if they're going to win. I, I, I don't know. I, I've got to look at the game a little bit more. But what I'm trying to say is, is I think he got a harsh reality of the NFL hits are harder than college hits. Oh, yeah. You need to slide. You're going to get your ass beat. Be careful. Like, your career is more important than one play. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I thought all three players, the only reason I say I don't think there's going to be a big difference, I thought all three guys for a rookie showcase uh, with the ability that each of these guys have to run the ball as well as pass. Out of the three, who do you believe in the most? I thought they played decent. Um, who, who, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Andy <sighs> Richardson. If you had to pick one, you know what? It's time for Mary Fuck Kill. We're going to do, oh. do Mary Fuck Kill with Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. You go, and then I'll go make it quick. Just go. No explanations. Just do it. Okay. I'm going to marry Bryce Young. Okay. 
Uh, the reason I'm going to do so, I think this guy is absolutely beautiful in the past game. I am going to then... I'm going to fuck Richardson because he's just so big and just athletic. You like, he just gets you my prick stiff. You like him big. Yeah, he's... You like him he big. looks good out there. Yeah. He looks good. You know what I mean? He'll he's the kind of guy you got to fuck because he looks good. You know what I mean? And then, obviously, uh, I, I have to kill C.J. Stroud. He's part of that Houston organization, which is not a good organization. Uh, that was hilarious. That's, <laughs> that is gold. Uh, you're going to get grilled for that, I by know, the way. Whatever. These yeah. people, they take everything fucking serious. He likes serious. the BBC. Don't be mad. All right. Oh! So, the three quarterbacks I'd marry, fuck, kill. Here we go. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. I'm marrying Anthony Richardson. I think he's got Ben Roethlisberger all over him. I believe that he has the ability to be long-term the best. I worry about Bryce Young's size in the NFL. I think he's one hit away from being out. I really do. So I'm going to fuck CJ Stroud. And I'm, I hate to say it after seeing the way he threw the ball in the middle of the field a couple times last week. I got to kill Bryce Young right now. Oh, don't kill the little guy. I got to. I have no choice. <laughs> I love him. I really do. I really liked him at Alabama. Alabama was only Alabama because of him last year. Yeah. His size, though, to your point, puts him at a major disadvantage for real. I, I really do think about that. So right now, you know, it's my favorite segment right now. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to tell you, this guy has been on this topic for quite some time. Yeah. He, you've been wanting to, uh, you know, express yourself on this matter. So, Jervon Dexter, okay. bad NIL deal. Yep. Take us through it. All right. So, Jervon Dexter, he, 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 obviously, these these college athletes now are open to getting NIL deals. NIL deals are pretty much like getting paid by advertisers or boosters to keep you at the program and keep you there and keep you happy. Uh, we all know it was happening before, but now it doesn't need to be under the table. Now it's above board. It's all documented. It's all clean and, and nice, but it's not as clean as we think. So Javon Dexter signed a deal with a company called the Big League Advanced Fund, BLA. BLA sent over a contract to a kid because at the end of the day, he is a kid and said, sign this and we're going to give you $436,485 cash bang on the table. He's a kid. He didn't have proper representation. He didn't have his contract read over. What he didn't realize is he agreed to 15% of for the next 25 years of his salary in the NFL. And that's devastating. The fact that this company that can get away, BLA, if I met these guys, I would get arrested for fucking felony assault because that is ridiculous what they did to this kid. And I hope it goes to Florida legislator because Florida did pass a law saying it's illegal for people to do this to these kids. Like, hey, we're going to protect them somehow. So there's a law. So I'm really hoping there's a federal lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court in Gainesville, Florida. I pray to God he gets, he wins that lawsuit because I want you to know right now, let me see that again, turn it. He signed a four-year deal for $6,723,728 with the Chicago Bears. This is a With an almost guy. $2 million signing bonus. With a $2 million signing bonus. Right now, he owes them, I think, $1.2 million is what he has to stroke a check to this BLA for. Fuck you, BLA. Fuck you to all these people taking advantage of kids. If I fought, I will, I will personally fund any child 
in college that wants me to look at a contract. I'm not an attorney. I might fail, but like I will look at it. I'll pay for an attorney to look at it for you. Do not sign anything. Get proper representation. Be smart. I'm very passionate about this. It bothers me a lot. Guys, I couldn't agree more. Let this be a lesson to all the kids out there. Make sure you're reading the fine print. Make sure you're seeking out help from those who are able to do so. This is absolutely horrible. I'm going to end this also with fuck BLA. Let's move on now. Aaron Rodgers down. We were there at the game. Emotions were so high. The it, energy it was, was so It was lit. beautiful. The people were excited. I was excited. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, I didn't have any action in this game. I tried to take live action because I saw how the Jets defense was playing. And I'm like, they're not going to fucking let them go. They're not going to let them loose. <laughs> I tried to take them plus six in a hooker and I couldn't get it in. FanDuel said no. But here's what I'm going to say. If you celebrate Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, you're not a man. I don't care how much you hate the guy. I mean, the only people that don't like him, in my opinion, are the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> You're looking at two Bears fans. We watch this guy murder Trust us. Trust me, I hate him. He said he owned us. <laughs> and I still like the guy because you know why? You, you can hate the player, but you have to respect the game. And I've used that term a lot in my life. I respect the game. Yeah, you have to respect the game. You have to respect the way this man plays. And if you're preying on another man's downfall, then you're just simply not a man. I really hope, though, they take the Jets out of prime time. They're supposed to be on prime time four more times this year. Let's uh, let's uh, flex those out of the schedule. Let's uh, let's adjust to injury. I don't want to watch Zach Wilson four times in prime time. But I mean, I don't either. If you don't change it, I'll be watching because I love you. <laughs> You can beat me and I'll still be watching. Let's put it that way. All right. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, week two is here. We're going to go game by game. I'm going to give you at least an idea of where I'm leaning, where I'm mentally at. Um, I don't have a good feel for week two. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a lot of bizarre lines to me. I, I I mean, a lot of the people I like are big favorites, which I hate. I don't like taking big favorites. I'm a dog guy. <laughs> Sorry. I love what he does. The dog. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to lead this to my, to my first uh, pick of the week. I am placing and I'm still debating, but I'm taking the Vikings plus seven and plus two fifteen. And I don't know if I'm going to put a hundred thousand on each or if I'm going to put 200,000 on each. I, I feel like I got free fire, funny, funny fire money from last <laughs> night from winning the Padres bet. So I just feel like I'm going to fire on the fucking Vikings. Wow. I do not believe in the Eagles right now. You Eagles fans can't look in the mirror and tell me that you guys beat the Patriots. The Patriots beat the Patriots. Okay. It costed me a million dollars, that two point conversion. I was cool with you guys winning the game. Let me cover three and a hooker. Okay. So I was upset and it was a big swing for me, but they cannot look in the mirror and tell me, oh yeah, no, we, uh, we won that game. No, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> your offense scored one offensive touchdown and needed to go like 18 yards. Your other touchdown was on a fucking pick six, which went off hands and jumped in the air. And then you had four field goals of 50 yards plus. The Patriots defense whooped your ass. You heard the man Vikings plus seven, Vikings ML plus 215. For you guys down at Century League tonight, throw some whiz on that. And, fucking and Philly Eagles cheese. Fans, Eagles fans, I want you to know, I love your team. We love the Eagles fans too. I do. You guys are the coolest motherfuckers there are. But the problem is your team is not what it was last year. You lost a lot on defense. A lot. And now this week, you're facing a quarterback that you beat the shit out of, you know, before. But I don't think it's going to be as easy this time. So I, I believe that seven is very safe. And I think plus 215 is 
Ah, oh, juicy hot. Juicy hot. Plus 215 is one of those lines where Vegas says, hey, listen, uh, the line's at seven, but we're only going to pay you 215 beans on every 100 you produce. So I do honestly think. The over-under uh, is 49 and a half too, by the way, which is very high. I think it's the highest. Of wow. The that means it's going to be score fest. It's, it's the second highest over-under of the week for the record. You have to think that Philly fans are, you know, sitting at 1-0 saying, hey, Minnesota lost to the Bucks last week. How are they going to come in our house and beat us? I think there's going to be a lot of uh, swaying there in terms of gambling. Absolutely. I do believe that as well. Uh, we're going to move on to the next game right now. We're going to talk about Green Bay and the Falcons. I, I hate that I have to look in the mirror and, and, and maybe possibly take Green Bay, but I'm probably not going to bet this game. I'm going to try and live it. I'm going to look at how teams are playing, and I'm going to pick a side that I'm hoping that the team that's losing is a, kind of a team that I like how they look. Like, I like when a team scores early, and then you're able to see the defense adjust, and you start to see the other team struggle to run the ball. That's when I like to take the other side and get some plus money or some plus points. Um, but the over-under there is 40, which is mind-blowing because both offenses looked actually pretty good in their first week. I don't know if this is a trap or not, but like the, the, the animal instinct in me wants me to take the over. So this game looks trappy to me. I'm going to live bet this game. I'm going to look to get the Falcons plus some value. Okay. The reason that I do like the Falcons this week is because Aaron Jones uh, is having a hamstring issue. In the first half of the game against the Bears, Aaron Jones had 24 yards. In the second half, he had 100 and something yards and two touchdowns. Without Aaron Jones in the uh, on the roster, in the lineup. You lose a veteran. You're losing a veteran losing leadership. Blocking. You're losing but that blocking. Means that AJ you're losing Dillon, run game. Their backup running back, A.J. Dillon, is going to get a player. lot of touches. And he's a powerful guy. But he's not, he doesn't have breakaway game changing ability you know what i We're mean gonna find out and that's buddy. the kind of game where i think the falcons along with Bijan, can burst that one play bust that one play open and kind of take normally, over in this game at normally home. i can look at a line and say i know where vegas wants me I don't know where Vegas wants me in this game. No, I'm live in this no. game. Um, we're going to talk about the Bears and the Bucks. I don't think we need to stay on this long. I, I am a homer. Um, I already saw a lot of people are betting the Bucks because of uh, how bad the Bears looked and how great the Bucks looked. I will be betting against Baker Mayfield this week, and I'll be taking the Bears. I do not recommend you tail, but if you do, welcome to the club of losers. I will not bet this game. I will watch this game as a angered, disgusted Bears fan. I know that this game will be an absolute dogfight against a team that you know you're a Bears fan though good. when you bet it and you expect to lose. That's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> it's week two. I don't even want to put myself like, in that position. Look at me. You guys all respect me for what I do in the gambling community. I, I literally, this is my hometown team. I want to see them win. So when I take this, and a lot of people message me, hey, Marco, when any time you talk about the Bears, I don't listen. And I respect that. <laughs> it's, listen, you can't blame them. They're like, I listen to you about everything except for when you talk about the Bears. And I was like, I get it. Like, I, I shouldn't even listen to myself. You my, want them to do that, though, my, don't you? My, you know what it is? My dad was such a Bears fan, and I hated the Bears until they took Justin Fields. And then once they took Justin Fields, I was all excited because I like him a lot. So I'm like, uh, you know, because a couple years back, I hated the Bears and I bet against them every week and they bent me over. I was getting. Oh, this guy I was, was anti-Bears. He used to go on. Listen, when we were kids, he'd go on Facebook and rip the Bears apart within 35 seconds of them losing because just to get a rise out of everybody. Yeah. 
but deep down the people who know him know that he really likes the Bears. I do, <laughs> I do. So like I need him to win this week and beat Baker because Baker was talking some serious shit last week. Little boy. He said, little boy, get, get your weight up. I was like, that's, oh my God. Like that's instant fighting words. And you know what's sad is the guy tried to fight Baker, but you know, the big linemen come in and they grab you. Like, what are you going to do? Like, and they know it. You're he a buck knows 90. It you're a buck 90 with a helmet on. You're not knocking nobody out. Tyler Gordon out for four weeks. Ooh. Just got that update. So uh, Kyler Gordon will not be in the secondary for the Bears. He's actually one of the few players that I enjoyed watching play uh, last Sunday. Seahawks at Lions. Lions minus five and a half. I, 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 I don't want to take this game because I hate Geno Smith, but I also don't like laying five and a half for the Lions. I just don't want any part of that. So I'll be watching and seeing if I could pick a spot live. What about you? I am not going to touch this game. I don't know where the Seahawks are at. The Seahawks, another team came in this year, high hopes, high anticipation, guys on offense that can literally uh, change the game at any second in time, and still they lay an egg against the Rams. Don't know what to expect from them. Don't know what to expect from the Lions. Uh, the Lions the at Seahawks home. got their ass beat. They got their asses beat 30, by 30 to 13 by a team that people were saying may finish dead last this year in, in terms of ability. And Stafford came in and just lit that ass up. Well, you know, I was thinking that I'm like Stafford's still the quarterback. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know why in God's name there. I, I got him at plus seven and I got him plus money, too. I was like, I, I, I took the plus seven <laughs> and an adjusted line. OK, for all you people that want to talk. But it's. <laughs> It's it's he lit that crazy. ass up. He did. He was he was picking them apart with guys named like us. Like it was crazy. Like it was like him and I catching passes and we beat the Seahawks yep. yesterday or uh, last Sunday. Um, all right, now we're going to talk about the Raiders and the Bills. The Raiders came over to Denver, beat the shit out of Denver, and I'm going to say beat the shit because Denver just offense looked just like last year. They could not score. They did not have an answer. They scored 16 points. Uh, the only good takeaway from this game is that Russell Wilson was like a game manager who didn't turn the ball over. You know, you know, last you year. know, nobody was more excited about that Broncos loss than the coach last year. Oh, yeah. The Jets OC. Look at me. That guy was watching as a fan of the Raiders. That guy wore eye black, black hat, <laughs> black shirt, black pants. He wore those, watched that Raiders game. He wore those spiked shoulder pads that the guys in Oakland used to wear. Hey, he was looking his updates like this <laughs> he was so excited you know he went to bed that night in the best mood in the world um but i do uh think that the bills beat the raiders here uh, it is a huge spread i which is crazy to me nine and a half is a ginormous spread yeah and it's not like the raiders look bad i think the raiders just personally match up really bad against a team like the bills uh from an offensive standpoint the Bills' strength is in their, or uh, from a defensive standpoint, the Bills' strength is in their secondary. That's going to take, you know, guys like uh, Devontae Adams out of the game. Their pass rush is pretty good. I think they can get to uh, Garoppolo. I think that's why the spread is what it is. I think the Bills should handle this game. It's not It's not a game I'm going to be betting. You're not that. betting this game? No. I kind of want to bet this game. I kind of want to bet Buffalo, but I hate laying big points. So I might do it, though. I, I, I just... After that losing in New York to a Zach Wilson team, I think that Buffalo might come out and drop 30. So, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Could happen. Uh, Chargers at the Titans. What a trap line this looks like. Chargers are minus three against the Titans. Titans didn't look bad. Chargers didn't look bad. They lost a heartbreaker. Couldn't score the field goal to win the game at the end. Kind of shocked, to be honest with you. What do you think? 
The Chargers get just got out of a game to me um, from a football standpoint. The Chargers just got out of a game where they left it all out there on the field and lost. Mm-hmm. That's one of the worst kind of games you could come off of. Minus three at the Titans, a team that I believe will utilize their unbelievable running back and then look for teams to load the box and destroy them in man coverage with their new toy, DeAndre Hopkins. I am staying so far away from this game. This is the kind of game where I think one of the teams who is going to be heavily bet by whoever is going to blow opportunities time and time again. I think it's going to be the most frustrating type of game. I do think, and I want to put this out there, and I know some people can't live wager, but for people that can, this is the most live wagering week I've ever seen. It is. And I'm going to tell you why. You have spreads of three, one, three and a half, three, five, three, one. Like when you see spreads like that, and you like a team, you don't have to get your action in before the game starts. You could say, okay, I like the Seahawks, but they're playing the Lions. Okay, great. You watch the Lions score a touchdown. Now, instead of you getting five and a half, you're probably getting seven and a half. You're getting a free two points because they scored early. And I don't want people to be afraid to like, wait. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to wait. This is the week to wait. Uh, this is the week to wait. I will be waiting. I, will, I, I have no problem putting my TV on, seeing where things are kind of spilling out, and then taking something from there. Um, that's kind of how I like to live. So I have no shame in that. I couldn't agree more. These matchups are scary and the lines are even scarier. Facts. Uh, we're going to talk about the next game. Ravens versus Bengals. Uh, I'm going to let you start this, but I'm going to just give you one little tidbit. The Ravens are the hot, trendy dog right now being bet in Vegas. There's more action on the Ravens than there is the Bengals. You know what? I'm really glad you said that. Because before you said that, Mm -hmm. I was already predetermined. I am literally, I am swarming like a bum on a bologna sandwich when it comes to the Bengals this weekend. That the Bengals plus, or I'm sorry, the Bengals minus three and a half at home. I'm going to get the Bengals down to three. Okay. I'm going to wait for all these naysayers who've been dogging on Joe Burrow for throwing for 100 yards last week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for them to literally get on all fours and stand at the bottom of my feet. Okay. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking Joe Burrow in an absolute breakout fucking game. I think he's going to go crazy, crazy on the Ravens. And not only that, the Ravens coming into this game with a backup running back for the rest of the season. No J.K. Dobbins didn't look that crisp against the Texans. For those of you that know, J.K. Dobbins is amazing. But I mean, I'm so upset for this guy getting hurt again and his Achilles. I mean, it always ACL than Achilles. It seems to always go that way. It's horrible. J.K. Dobbins. If you if you understand that reference, you've been watching football a long time. J.K. Dobbins down the sideline. Yeah, that sound like that. I love what he yeah. does. That yeah. Gus Johnson. Yeah, um, taking the Bengals, cause you're taking the Bengals minus three. I, I'm gonna be honest. I love the over in this game. Like I love it. Like I think there's gonna be a lot of scoring in this. Game. Oh yeah, I really do. This is gonna be a shootout. I do think it's gonna be a shootout. I really think the ball's gonna get up and down quickly. I think both teams are gonna suck at stopping each other. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bengals edge them out, but I'm not betting a team. I'm betting the over. Uh, Colts minus one at the Texans. Weird. <sighs> Colts didn't look bad. Colts didn't look bad. Texans didn't look bad for being the Texans. Uh, it's a divisional game. This is the most Vegas. I have no idea line ever Colts minus one <laughs> so they're kind of like ah, the Colts look a little better fine and over under is 40 they're like just put it at 40 at two rookie quarterbacks drop it at 40 40 
<laughs> I feel like defense, the over, the over unders in this year are very low. They are. And the other thing is, so one of those two, one of those or two of those three guys we spoke about earlier for the rookie campaign, one of them is going to win this game and one of them is not. Yeah. Both of them could play great. Both of them could not, which could lean people really looking at the under me personally. Again, this is a game zero part of for me. Zero. Again, this is a live wager game. I mean, I, I lean Colts though. I won't lie. I lean Colts. Um, I might look to live the under in this game if I see both QBs come out real sluggish and we're in for like, a, you know. Yeah, but what if they come out hot? The over jumps to like 49 and a half and then you're able to get it at 49. You get a nine and a half point. That's difference. what I'm saying. Okay. Like a it. live under. Okay. I'm looking under. to get a live under. I want to see these guys. But if they come guys. out sluggish, that means it'll go down more. I want to get like, I want to get value. But the thing is though, I think if they come out sluggish, you're going to see sluggish for the remainder of the game. I don't know. With man. two rookie QBs. Got to wake them up. Uh, this is probably the game of the week. This is Chiefs at the Jaguars. Chiefs are minus three. Um, the Chiefs are some crazy, awkward record after a loss. I, I don't know. Like where they win every time? They win every, like, it's crazy. Like, it's <laughs> it's insane. I think it was 18 and five or so, something like that. I don't know the exact stat. I can look it up for you, but I'm not going to waste your time. Um, Chiefs are minus three at the Jags. Kelsey's back. Chris Jones is back. Whoa. Now, Chris, for, for the casuals, Chris Jones is a really big deal. He stops the run. Um, but it's no secret. Trevor Lawrence has crazy, crazy talent all around the offensive receiving core now. Yeah. Calvin Ridley looks so real. Oh, he's going to be so nasty. This was just a little teaser, glimpse, whatever you want to call it, commercial. And the Jags escaped. Fire. And the Jags escaped with a win. In Indy. I'm telling you right now. They're lucky to win that game. You have to get your brain examined if you're going to bet against Pat Mahomes to lose two games in a row with his favorite target back in the lineup with the absolute core of the defense back into the lineup. There is no way I'm going against the Chiefs. I'm not betting this game. I'm not betting this game either. You're not? You just said you can't go against the Chiefs. I'm not going against the Chiefs. I'm not going against the Jags. What I'm going to tell you is, I think you need your brain examined if you fade Pat Mahomes. That's all. That's fair. I'm not saying I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm just saying I'm not going the other way either. What I love about the Sunday early slate of games is, is if you kind of wait to place live, you can get some good value, and then you can plug in some of this afternoon slate, which we're getting into right now, which I think- Fuck it. I'm going Chiefs ML. Wow. Okay. Done. Chiefs ML. Done. He got my head. Yes, he did. He got my head. I was at the ledge and he pushed me. Now I'm flying with my jetpack and I'm on and I'm on the fucking. Speaking of ledge and being pushed, the Rams are at home and they're plus eight against the Niners (laughs) in the afternoon slate. Yeah, they are. I I don't know if I can stay away from the Rams plus eight. It's a divisional game. I don't know if I can stay away from the Rams at home plus eight. Are you looking for McVay to show up in a divisional game? Because I kind of am. The Niners bend them over a lot, though. So they do. It scares me. They do. It scares me. But I, I'm probably, if I was to touch this game. The Niners after last Rams. week, though, they look like they're going to bend a lot of guys over. They do, but I feel like a lot of people are looking at that. So, you know, you can lock me in. I'll take the Rams plus eight. I might try and buy it up a little bit to 10 because you don't, the difference there is, is it's not that much. He pushed me, then I pushed him. Did you see how that worked out? Yeah. Now we're both on the jetpack. I'm on the jetpack. I got the Chiefs ML. He's on the jetpack. He just got pushed over. He's got the Rams 
I do have the Rams. I'm gonna plus eight, Cuzzy. I'm gonna check this line real quick because I'm I'm super curious. Check that line out, and I want people to you know see this is what I do. Lot this is how I do things. Like this is what I do. I I go through. I look at lines. I gotta tell you, look at me plus ten for minus one forty eight. Yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm I'm, t I'm that's what I'm on. Rams plus ten, minus one forty eight. Rams plus ten. I might be minus one. I might be the biggest clown of all time, and that's okay. Can I tell you something I'll, I'll as your friend? You know, I always tell you the truth. What? I really enjoy that bet. Yeah, it's just, it feels good. I really do. And if at any point they get up seven, you have a 17 point cushion. And, and there's like going to be so many people spanking to the Niners. They are. Yeah. Okay. Giants are minus six against the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The Cardinals are the worst team in football. Are they? Uh, they almost won. No, they're still the worst team in football because the commanders were, listen to me. The commanders called a butler in. He showed up in a bow tie. He was ready to give that game away on a silver platter. And they couldn't take Not it. one, not two, not three times. Four times. Well, the Cardinals coach, and I want this clip put in into, into the podcast. I want the sound. He goes, did anyone take the bus here today? And it's a bunch of millionaire NFL players. <laughs> Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Do you have fire in your gut? <laughs> no. Because if you didn't, I want you to be motivated. Hey, you I boys on the Greyhound? <laughs> yeah, I was very confused by that motivational talk. He couldn't motivate me to get out of bed. I'm not touching um, that game. Both teams look like they got shot with a rhino dart last weekend. Yeah, I'm with you there. Jets at Cowboys. Jets are plus nine and a half. I assume it's going to go all the way up to 10 and a half, 11 after people get done bending the Cowboys over. Um, and the over under is 38 and a half. Oh my God. 38 and a half. Now this is two great defenses. So does, can I ask you something though? Sure. Here's the Vegas logic. What? Over under 38 and a half. Okay. Two great defenses. Two great defenses. Phenomenal. Yes. Cowboys minus nine and a half. It's a lot. Are they going to score all 38 again? That's kind of how they're insinuating. That's like a college line. It is. That's a college line. I want no action. I feel you. But I do, like to your point earlier, when getting when when you don't want to bet a team that's, you know, highly favored in terms of points and you want to take those, you know. The degenerate in me wants me to take the Jets. The degenerate in me wants to take the Cowboys to just put See. Wilson on his back like, like 600 I, fucking times. I get it. Like, I'm a Cowboy fan. Like, I'm right. Bears first, Cowboys second. Cowboys nine and a half spread is wild to me. It's crazy. Wild. Wow. I'm not touching it. Washington at the Broncos. Um, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Broncos are going to win that game. That's how I feel about it. I don't. I don't know. I think we're on the same page there. We're on the same page there. I do a like. Million I do like Sam Howell a lot, though. I really do. That over under does seem a little low. Um, I like the Broncos money line, and I like the over in that game. I do. I think the offense figures it out. I like the Broncos ML. Fair. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. Primetime game. Patriots at, I'm sorry, Dolphins at Patriots. The Dolphins are minus three. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, I was driving here do I thinking go, about talking to you about this game. Do I in go, particular. do I go over two on the Patriots this year? I say, knew, fuck it. listen to me. I promise you. I thought about this game. I said, I cannot wait to ask Marco what he thinks about the Dolphins minus three God. 
in Gillette. In fact, I got Reggie so fucking jacked up about this game when you were upstairs. I I can't stop talking about it. Tell me what you're doing. I, I think I'm going to take the Patriots plus three. I, I just can't. I mean, the Dolphins <laughs> look great, but they're going from a West Coast to the East Coast, having to go back up north. I just... I, and I saw the Dolphins were very open in the past. Like Herbert was throwing the ball all over. I think the I think Mac Jones puts together a good game plan with his offensive coordinator, and I think they score points. I could tell you what ain't going to happen in this game. What? I could Bill guarantee you, fucking guy. I can guarantee you something. You will not see, and I'm going to get clowned if this goes the other way. This sucks because I've already committed myself to two of the same picks that I did last week. I like the Bears, yeah, and I like I like the Patriots. You do. And I like the Vikings. I didn't have the Vikings last week. I had the Bucks, so I did change up there. So I'm gonna have to put together a little parlay, huh? You you talk. I'm gonna put together. A I'll little tell parlay. you what's not gonna happen. What's not gonna happen? I don't see it happening. Tua throwing for near 500 again, especially on a Bill Belichick Gillette Stadium Patriots defense. Uh, I am going to look. You want to know what I'm gonna look in I'm this listening. game? I'm, I'm gonna look to get the Patriots live. You're looking to get the Patriots live? I'm looking to get the Patriots live. Whether that be, I just want to tell you, I'm not going to pigeonhole myself. Whether that be the Patriots plus the, some more points live if they're trailing, or whether that even be uh, the Patriots on the ML. This is the least confident. It wouldn't surprise me if they won. This is my least confident 100x parlay I've ever done in the history of our show. It should be though. These are these are I don't want anyone tough. I don't want anyone to tail this. Are you going to give it to him? I'm going to give it to you guys, but I don't I don't want you to tail it. I just I mean, I genuinely hate what I'm plugging in. Okay. I just don't like what I'm plugging in. I mean, I'm I'm almost there. I'm I'm busy, you know, plugging stuff in to see where I'm at, but I just I don't love this parlay. It's a uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please roll out the caution tape this weekend. It is going to be a very, very tough, tough slate. Yeah. Uh, this week, two is going to be absolutely no joke. Close games uh, all, all over the board. Close games everywhere. Um, cousin, are you about ready for that 100x? I, I'm, I'm about ready. It's actually 130 to one. I should try and wow. buy points elsewhere maybe to lower it down to 100. But okay. um, you know what I can do? I could do this. Buy a couple. I mean, I just did that. Give yourself a couple. Give me, give myself some points. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I know. The people, listen, the people, we know you guys get happy if he hits an 80 or 90 to one as well. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm going to give him a, a 100 to one. It's 99 to one. 99. All right. I'm taking the Rams. This Guys, right now, this is the most cautioned 100x parlay I've ever done. I'm going to literally put 10,000 on it and I'm going to let it ride. 10,000 to me is a lot. Is not like, please, please be smart. Like it's not, a, it's not as much as you think when I put 10,000, I put 100,000 on stuff. 10,000 is like literally 10%. So if you bet a hundred, if you're a hundred dollar better, this is a ten dollar bet. Okay, like this is the type of bet you just don't give it. You plug it in and you just forget about it. And if it <laughs> happens to be alive, it's alive. So all right, here's my hundred x parlay. It's gonna be Rams plus ten, Vikings money line, bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, over in the Ravens game, over forty five, uh, Patriots plus three. That's four. Bills money line, <laughs> Broncos money line, Chargers money line, and Bears plus four. That pays 99 to one. And I'm going to plug it in. Actually, I'm going to do it live on the show. 
He's doing it live. I'm, I'm doing it live on the show. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it, baby. Plug it's, it it's, in. It's being plugged in. Um, I'm going to do this right now. I'm doing it. While he's plugging those in, uh, keep in mind, we have two games coming up on this Monday night football slate. That's placed. Best Done? Place. We're Ten, good? Yep. We're in. It's 10,000 to win 999,000. You know what? Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's in. And, and you know what? And if I hit this, I'm going to do something special for the people. You are? Yeah, if I hit this. Is it going to be special? It's going to be special. It's going to be fucking special. It's going to be special. Maybe like a private jet. All of us get together, go to a game, something fun. That's really special. I thought you were going to maybe, you know, buy somebody a happy meal. Fuck the happy so, meal. <laughs> I mean, a happy Rolex. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But you know what, guys? Um, it's Monday night slate now. Monday night, and then we're going to end this show. Uh, so real quick, uh, I, I really do think that the Saints somehow pull themselves together and beat the shit out of the Panthers. But again, this is a weird one for me, so be careful. Um, and then the Browns at the Steelers. What a weird line. This line tells me the Browns are going to beat the fuck out of them. So I would lean Browns as well. But I hate taking two favorites in the same day. So if you're going to put a gun to my head and say, pick which one you want, I would take the Browns minus two and a half. But I would just buy the money line because the money line is probably minus 135. Um, so I would just take the money line there and, and move on with my life. I'm glad you'll move on with your life, honestly, because for the Saints and Panthers game, I would probably bring one of those barf bags out that they give away on the airplane. I like Derek That game's going to be fucking absolutely what about, miserable what about for Olave, Monday night. What about Alave to score a touchdown? That could be nice. I look at that closer to Monday, though, ladies and gentlemen. And then again, uh, the Browns, that line is looking extra Vegas. That's another game that I'm going to live. But cousin, before we go, I need to know. What? What is your best bet of the week? I want you to tell the people like, hey, this hard slate in front of us. Here's my best fucking bet. Here's what I'm going to hone in on. Here's what I'm going to drop that hammer on and let the people know. What is it? I'm giving two picks. I'm, I'm taking my hometown bears and I'm taking this Thursday night game uh, Vikings plus seven. Um, we're going to get this show released. So you should be able to have time to get that in. Okay. Awesome. And before we go, you know, I like my prosciutto sliced extra thin, De Parma only. So I'm going to go ahead and give you that prosciutto pounder. And I don't want to hear any of you fucking assholes because this thing is plus 300. It's juicy. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. It's going to be big T kill a Trav back in the lineup to also score a touchdown. And then last but not least, it's going to be Sean Payton and Russell Wilson to get it done. Broncos on the ML, plus 300. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, gamble responsibly. Gamble with money you have. Gamble with money you can afford. This is gambling. Don't go crazy. This is it's going to be income. a crazy weekend. This is not a job. This is a fun hobby lifestyle. It is. Until next time, family.